Welcome everyone to Run On, episode two. Jim and Sarah here talking about our experiences with personal best Santa Clara Kaiser. In this podcast and in each segment, we will be discussing different aspects of the program, how we came to develop them, some of our stories about our experiences with them, and share some insight in how to maybe you could create your own program. All right, sit back and relax if you can, as we tell this exciting tale of 15 years out on the trail with a whole bunch of people and a whole lot of smiles. This episode, we're going to be talking about some of the basics of it and what it was about. So this program was a 13-week training program. It was in person and on Saturday mornings out on the Los Gatos Creek Trail. We'd meet at 8 o'clock in the morning, give a group talk, send people out on the trail to run their distances, bring them back in, stretch them out, and send them on their way. 13 weeks, but it wasn't just the Saturday runs. We also assigned them some homework. It was a very structured, tiered program. We added miles every week, and sometimes we would take a little break and then add miles again. But 13 weeks is not a very long time to train people for a half marathon. So we had to be very structured, and we had to continually encourage people to get miles in to build a base start building a base of fitness that we can get to the distance. We encouraged them to do their weekly homework, which was a couple days of running or walking and maybe one or two days of cross training, just being active every day. And by doing that minimal amount that we requested of them, they should be able to do their next distance in running all the way up to the final distance. 13 weeks walking and running. One of the Challenges at first is people are a little bit nervous about what's their pace. Initially, we would send them out a half mile on the trail and have someone there with the flag, and they would turn around and come back, and we would time them. And then we would know, okay, you're in 14-minute pace. You're a 14-minute runner, and we would set them in with a group. We broke into our pace groups depending on what the year we had. We had many different pace groups at one time, different coaches doing different things. That would right away to put them in with a group where they were knew they belonged and people that were going to be next to them on the trail as they moved and added their distances. It built camaraderie. It built a sense of belonging. It was it was powerful. And it, it, we just saw it work uh, every year, year after year. And kind of what sustained our program, I think, is this connection that we put people in. Regardless of how fast they were running, they sometimes stayed in, their, in the group they were with because they were running with their friends. And Even if you have to run a little bit slower or a little bit faster, you're running with your friends. But we always left it open that they could move around. Once they were in a group, they weren't stuck there. If they found that, you know, they needed to go to a slower group or maybe a faster group, they always had that option. But as Jim said, some people were very loyal to their coaches and they would just try to hang in there as much as they could. And it was a time for Sarah and I on these Saturdays to connect with people. We would stand up on a bench in the park or be underneath the gazebo in the rain and shouting out in words of encouragement, okay, it's week six and we're going to do five miles today. We're going to head down the trail to the bridge and we're going to turn around and look for the trail markers along the way. It was just a very uh, engaging time and everybody looking up to us and, and setting some enthusiasm in the group, smiling, letting people talk and share their experiences from the week before and it was amazing over the years how folks just built these connections it was not it wasn't not because of us it was just and i think 
just the right atmosphere. What do you think? The right ingredients? Right. It, and in the first couple of years, I really didn't hear a lot about it. But after a while, people were going out for coffee afterwards. And coach, one of our coaches would take people for a shot of espresso when they got to the distance where they could mm -hmm. run past a coffee shop. And they had these bonds, you know, let's go for breakfast afterwards. Or they'd sign up to do other small events, maybe a, a 5K or a 10K. And always connecting with each other. And that, yeah, that's one of the most powerful things I, I think uh, that developed over the years with our group. And some of the some of the magic that's happened. We all watch it unfold. Not I don't know, not expecting it. Not maybe not even understanding what was happening. But after you know five and ten and fifteen years, you in retrospect and as you go, it's just a, a magical connection you develop with people. Uh, just being on the trail and sweating together and maybe. I don't know. Your shoes, your shoelaces untied, or you're looking good, right? We're just there on on each other's behalf. It became something. So that was part of what we invited people to in the in the first parts of these weeks. Being as it was a program designed for people that didn't know what they're doing, right? We all, you know, I want to say first time walkers, but people know how to walk. I mean, we learned how to walk when we we're young. Setting themselves up for a regimented structured fitness program very very new to people sarah has a lot of experience with that sir yeah all of our programs well the programs that i design are geared for the very first time person a beginner whether they're a walker or a runner of doing these events can be very challenging in their minds but we really want people to succeed and one of the things i think that has helped us succeed is that every first meeting we have the people who are returning raise their hands and then have them look around at all the people who haven't raised their hand and let the people who didn't raise their hand know that these people were beginners at one time too and we encourage those people who are experienced and have been in the program or are seasoned runners to reach out and partner up with somebody who is beginning in the program yeah, I think what you're trying to say there is raise your hand if, if you're this is your second year or more, if you've been here a long time, and a bunch of people would raise their hand. And then the folks that didn't have the raise hands, they were the new people. And that was good for both new people to see, wow, all these people are returning? Maybe this isn't such a crazy thing to do or to attempt. And they're smiling. And, and now they're saying, I'm glad you're here and welcome. And we're going to help you. And you can run with, you're in my group? Okay, my, and then they introduce themselves? Boy, what a welcoming environment to put yourself in when you're going to put yourself to a physical test, especially if it's the first time you've ever done it. Right. In the beginning, we really put emphasis on safety on the trail, and we work with the, the people who run. It's very important that they know that they need to stay to the right. They need to call out when they're passing. They need to look over their shoulder behind them, make sure that there's no bikes or anything coming up from behind them before they pass somebody. And we always tell them, pass on the left. And when they're going past somebody, they say, passing on your left. And maybe even shout out a good morning. Yeah, and Sarah's talking you. about some etiquette. So there's things that we learned on the trail from coaches, things that we saw in practice and, and practiced ourselves that helped us manage a large group out on the trail. Trail etiquette was something we certainly tried to instill or did instill the importance of it from the very beginning, as well as practice it and model it and encourage our coaches to model it for their groups. Right. And it, I'll tell you, the first couple weeks are just really chaotic 
people are still not sure what to do because you never know if people are listening or hearing because they're too busy worrying about how am I going to do this? Am I going to be able to do this? All these thoughts are going through their heads as they're, they're here in this new group, this new experience. So you don't really know how much people are hearing what they're supposed to do. So we just have to practice it and really watch out for the beginners, make mm -hmm. sure that they don't get run down. The beginners by. at the beginning, right? <laughs> yes. Even, right. So we're on a narrow trail and we got, you know, what was it? Seven or eight pace groups going out with five to 10 people in each one and, and these new people amongst them. And okay, we're going to turn around because a lot of times it was out and back and we would turn around. That was the most dangerous time on the trail to turn around. People would just like kind of just follow the person in front of them and turn to the left, boom, into a bike. We always emphasize the turnaround, stopping, moving off to the trail. There's just stuff that um, seem, would seem common sense to do, but um, when you're on a narrow trail with a bunch of people and you're new, it's good to have somebody just model it right in front of you. Okay, we roll intentional. Okay, now everybody. And that's what our, our coaches were very adept at doing over the years. Focusing in on new people, people that were uh, new to the program, new to fitness, new to being outside on a Saturday morning in the in November and December and January. Um, it was uh, great to have that experience and people able to lean on it. Every week we had a newsletter with articles about different aspects of how to be a successful runner, walker, such as hydration, what to wear, and we always had a guest speaker to talk about what kind of shoes to wear, what kind of clothes to wear for running. One of our first year, of the very first year that we had, we had a physician that showed up in his sneakers. Oh, and he had his radio. <laughs> and yeah. I had my sneakers his... and my transistor radio, talking like he's from the 50s, and his scrubs, right? Yeah, his scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> but, and I, people have showed up, you know, carrying their purses, wearing sandals, or forgetting their shoes. <laughs> yeah, different, different <laughs> things like that. So we really try to educate them on what's going to help them out the most. And Besides the newsletters and the guest speakers, we also have the coaches reinforcing the workouts for the week. And, you know, did you guys do your homework? Did you read the articles? Maybe emphasizing something from that weekly topic. And that really helped a lot. The other thing is with the coaches, we always had them make sure that there was one coach in the front, one coach in the back, and everybody came in together. The coaches didn't leave until that their last runner came in. And then they would do stretches at the end. Plus, Some you of, always did a sweep at the end for right. any, anybody. That, right. that was one of the things. Yeah. Nobody gets left behind kind of right. mentality that we had. But with the individual groups, you know, they, they would send them off, you know, reminding them to do their homework and making sure they, they did the stretches. And it, it really worked really well. Yeah. And that's one of the things that advanced our program or just built in it, the personal responsibility that, that coaches developed over the years for the people that they were encouraging and the friends that they had made along the way. And, and it's, it's nice to be able to share your experiences to an audience. And, and uh, there's a lot of things that we learn as we move down the trail and in our own fitness experience that we can share with other people, especially new people. And I was hungry for that when I, and I still am when 
I get into something new and try something new. I want to learn who's been down that road before, who's been down the trail before that I can follow and, and look up to. And we certainly had an abundance of that with all the coaches and the coaching staff and, you know, all volunteer people. And, and it was something that we intentionally set out to do was build people up and allow them to shine and have an opportunity to encourage somebody. I think that was certainly something that helped our program move forward over the years. Yeah, and people really liked that they had a place that they, people were waiting for them to show up. That was one thing about doing an in-person training, a group, your, your group's relying on you. So mm -hmm. people are going to tend to show up and put in the effort that they need to. We had people who would say that they liked the program because it got them out of bed in the winter time in the morning because <laughs> our program was based yeah. in the winter time as the half marathon was always that first weekend in February Super Bowl Sunday yeah good thing we're on the west coast because when you try to talk to people about joining a fitness program that runs from the beginning of November into February it's a little bit hard <laughs> but through the rain and the cold and all the experiences that's maybe was even more impactful for folks because they did it not in ideal conditions it certainly added to the most memorable stories that i have about our, our training and, and the events we were all shivering together <laughs> yeah you were. and uh we had many years though where there was no rain and then some years where we got dumped on and those but those were the even the good times yes. we would all be shivering and then so upset about being so cold and wet and then we'd go home and jump in the hot shower and, and it would be fine and and then we'd all have an exciting story for the next week so just a, a wonderful uh evolution of impactful compadres right people that came alongside us and just said uh, we believe in this we believe in this in our own lives and not personal best per se or running but just we believe in supporting, each, supporting other. each other. Yeah, we believe in in uh, encouragement and and doing in the in the structure. We believe in you, Sarah. I think that was a big part of it. Sarah had a huge impact on, at her job and, and and making these connections that brought people alongside to help her in her vision. Was really a wonderful wonderful experience it was a great experience working for 15 years alongside some of the best people i've ever met the next episode we're going to talk about specifically our coaches and, and uh, some of our first coaches and stay tuned come back to episode number three to talk about our coaches see you there Welcome everyone to Run On, episode two. Jim and Sarah here talking about our experiences with personal bests, Santa Clara Kaiser.